If you have ever worked to try to make sure that your business and your values align, or if you feel unsure about what you should be doing during the day, this podcast is going to help you today. This is actually part two of a series where we talk about the 12 questions that could change your life right now. If you haven't listened to part one, please go do that and then come back here and listen to part two. I know you're going to love it. Welcome to the boss up podcast, a short no BS podcast for all entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Lindsay Teague Moreno. I'm the author of getting noticed a book about how to get more attention on social media. You can find more information about me, my book and access additional content by clicking on the link to my website in the description of every episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Boss Up Podcast. I'm Lindsay Teague Moreno. I'm so excited to be here. We are gonna finish up our series on the 12 questions that will change your life. It was an article that I read by Ryan Holiday. I loved it, it smacked me right in the face and I kinda wanted to go over them with you and explain them to you um, in the way that I will use them and hopefully it will help you guys as well. This is a really great exercise to do in January as we start this new year off. If you haven't listened to the first six, you guys can go back and listen to that one. It's on iTunes, Android, all of those good things. So go listen to that one and then come back here and listen to the second one because I think you're gonna wanna hear all 12 of these questions. They're really, really great questions and it sparked a lot of thought in me. I did a lot of journaling on them and so I just kinda wanted to talk to you guys about them too. Because why not? When you see some other writer do something really, really good, I think we should talk about it. Love Ryan Holiday. If you haven't read any of his books, definitely go get one of those. Amazon Prime it like right now. <laughs> and then uh, and then listen to this because they're that good. So, okay. So we did one through six. We're going to do seven through 12 today. And I think we should just get started. But before we do, I want to talk about today's wine. Okay, so today I'm drinking The Prisoner. Uh, let me see what year this is. It is the 2016. Um, so it's a red wine blend from Napa Valley. I think you will love this. One thing I do love about Prisoner is it's pretty readily available. So if I go to a restaurant for dinner, there's a good chance they'll have The Prisoner on their list. It's a pretty popular one. Uh, and it's not going to cost you a crap ton of money. So I think you can get this one on wine wine.com for like 40 bucks somewhere in there. Um, but it's a really good one. I really like this wine. It, it ranks over 90 points, excuse me. Um, and it goes down smooth. I think you'll like it. Some, you know, cherry flavors and a little bit of vanilla to me. And it has that really smooth flavor that I like in a red wine. I think you guys will like it too. Not too strong of an aftertaste, which I actually really like. So it kind of goes well with pretty much anything you're going to eat. Um, and I, I really, really like this blend. So grab you one of these prisoners and see what you think. Okay, let's get into today's content. We're going to pick right up at number seven. The question number seven is, what is the most important thing? So if you haven't asked yourself what the most important thing to you is, how can you know? How can you know what you need to do first? So how can you prioritize if you don't know what the most important thing is to you today or every day even? One thing that I have started doing with my team is having a weekly meeting where we can kind of prioritize, hey, these are all the things, these are all the balls that we have in the air. What needs to go first? Like, what can we not miss this week? Uh, I'm doing it the same with my activity tracker, my productivity tracker, where I can basically prioritize my week by saying, look, these three things have got to get done this week. 
And by prioritizing, I then can make sure that I'm spending enough time there so that I get that thing done and then let everything else fill in afterwards. The next thing we can do if we know what the most important thing is stop comparing ourselves to other people who have different priorities, right? I find myself comparing myself to a bunch of different entrepreneurs who want different things. Maybe they don't have kids. Maybe family is not a priority to them. Well, it has to be for me. I have kids. I love them. I want them to know I love them. Uh, And so I have to make family a priority that's higher on my list than maybe other people. Well, then I can stop comparing myself to the people that don't have kids. I have a special circumstance here at home. I've asked for it, but it's important that I remember, like I've got kids, I've got stuff that I have to do at night. I don't get the luxury of not doing that stuff unless you know I put it all on my husband. And eventually he will get tired of that. <laughs> he hasn't yet, but eventually he will get tired of doing it all himself, right? I have got to make my marriage a priority. I've got to make my kids a priority. I've got to make travel a priority because it's something that I love. I've got to make innovating new products a priority because that's something that I love and I need to fuel myself. So really think about the things that are a priority and then stop comparing yourself. Give yourself permission to realize those people, yes, they might be doing things different than me. I might feel like they're getting ahead of me faster, but I can stop comparing myself to them because they don't have the things that I have as a priority going on. Now, what I don't want you to do is use that as a weapon. Sometimes uh, when when women want to backhand me <laughs> in business, I'll often hear, well, I'm not willing to not make my kids my priority, so I will refuse to do that. Okay, that's fine. We do have different priorities. I am willing to let my kids see me work and take that as Um, something that I think should be looked up to. I want my kids to be able to work when they get older if they choose to. Um, But I hear a lot of people that maybe feel belittled by the amount that I do and they use their family as a way to like slap you across the face. Have you guys ever felt that? Sometimes I will feel that when I am like really deep into a project and people can see I'm spending a lot of time on it, they will just say, well, I'm gonna remove myself from that. And then they have got to get that little jab in there to make themselves feel better. I don't wanna do that. Let's not do that to each other. Because their priorities are different, doesn't mean that it's wrong, right? What's right for me is right for me. And only I can say that. Only my family can speak to that because they see how much time I spend with them. Only my friends can speak to that because they know whether I'm invested in a relationship with them or not, right? Uh, Let's not make comments to each other to tear each other down because we have different priorities, right? What's right for you is not right for everybody. Let's not use that as a way to slap each other across the face. Okay, question number eight, who is this for? Ask yourself, who is your audience? Why do you even care about them? You know, what do they want from you? What do they need from you? What value are you offering to your people? I ask myself that every single day. What can I do today to offer my people value? And sometimes it's just like kind of sitting with them in the mess, right? Like this is what's going on in my house. Is this what's going on in your house? Um, Sometimes it's picking them up and giving them a nice swift kick in the butt when they need it. Sometimes it's easy for us to get down on ourselves and think, oh, I can't do this. Everybody else is doing it, but I can't do this. And sometimes we need somebody to pick us up and kick us in the butt so that we know we can do it. Sometimes it's encouragement. Sometimes it's just holding their hand. Sometimes it's being funny. Sometimes it's entertaining them. Sometimes it's teaching them new skills. Whatever it is, how can you offer value to your people? What I want us to do 
is to narrow down who our person is and what they need for us. Because once we've done that, it will be so much easier for us to actually throw something at the wall and make it stick, right? We are, I think a lot of us throwing things at the wall. Maybe this is going to be the thing that gets people to see me. Maybe this is the thing that's going to grow my following. Maybe this is the thing that it's going to get me to be able to sell this many widgets this week. Um, but what I really want for us is to be able to walk up and nail something to the wall, knowing this is what's going to stick this week. These people need this and I am going to provide it. And we can do that by understanding who everything that we're doing is for and being very clear on it. Question nine, does this actually matter? Ladies, hear me. We can get so swept up in all the drama, right? As we work together, there's just this person said this person about this and this is going on and we get so caught up in it and it like tears us down. We stay up at night thinking about this one thing that somebody said and you guys, I am not immune. There is a book review <laughs> about my book that is incredibly hurtful. I think not true. And I think about it all the time. All the time I think about it. Um, and at the end of the day, does it really matter? I mean, if that person thinks that, does it matter in the scheme of things? Life is short, right? Are we going to care about this in a year, six months, two years, five years? Does it really matter when our kids are graduating? Is this really going to matter in our life? Uh, let's keep that in mind and keep ourselves from getting so swept up in these little issues that we're not focusing on what we really need to focus on. Given the shortness of life, does what we're thinking about and stewing about and worrying about really matter? Um, you know, don't throw good time after bad, you know, stop wasting your life caring about things that are not going to matter. Move on, go to bigger picture things, innovate something new that didn't work out the way you wanted it to. So sad. Failure is not an option. <laughs> you are going to fail somewhere along the line in your business and that's okay. You need to use that as a learning opportunity. Get up, dust yourselves off and stop worrying so much about that and just try again. Try something new. I know you guys can do it and really, really think, does this actually matter? In the long scheme of things, life is so short. We're here to live a good life. Uh, let's not get swept up in little dumb drama things, okay? Question 10, will this be a live time or dead time? I love this one. I love it. So the premise is that there's two kinds of time. There's a live time and there's dead time. Dead time would be stuff where you're not moving forward, where you're kind of sitting on your hands, twiddling your thumbs, wasting some time away. And a live time would be doing things that actually matter and create something, being active, um, you know, being productive, that kind of thing, leveraging the skills that you have to make your business better or make you better. That's a live time, right? Dead time is spending time scrolling through social media. <laughs> Dead time is spending time playing whatever game is on your, <laughs> on your phone. Um, dead time would be doing anything that's not making you better or moving you forward. Um, now look, I need a certain amount of dead time to get my brain to shut off. Like I tell my husband all the time, sometimes I just need to just veg out a little bit to turn myself off. That's okay. I'm not saying that every minute of your day has to be this alive time where you, <laughs> you know, you're pushing your business forward. Sometimes you just want to play a game with your kids. Um, I would say though, when you're at work, you need to be focusing on a lot of time. If, you, if you're gonna be putting in five hours today, it needs to be a solid five hours. That means you need to make a plan for that time and make sure it's not dead time, right? This is a lot of time. 
My husband always says that when he was at work, when he was working away from home at an actual corporate job, um, he would talk to his people and he would say, you know, I, I work really, really hard because I know that my wife is home with my kids and she's a little bit miserable there. And he would say, what would she say if she could just like look in on me? Um, if I was screwing around or, you know, playing around, not doing something productive, I bet she'd be pretty pissed that she was home with the kids while I'm doing that. Right. Um, and so it kept him from having too much dead time in his day to think about it that way. And if you need to do that, that's okay too. Question 11, is this who I want to be? Look, who you are at work is who you are at home is who you are everywhere. And you can't say I'm a person that works really hard and then screw around during the day and not put in a full eight hours of work or not a full five hours or however many hours you're working this week. Who you are is who you are, right? And so you need to actually make sure that you're intentional about who you want to be. I do this by writing out my core values. This week, I actually just went through and wrote out the core values for what I want for my team at work, the kind of work environment I want to work in and that I think that the people that I would attract want to work in. And I plan on presenting that to my team. It's going to help keep us on track and keep us being who we want to be. So you can do that as a person. You can do that as a company. However you do it, sit down and think about the things that are really important to you. What are your core values? What are the things that are non-negotiable for you? Um, and then you stick to those. You don't vary from those things. If somebody you know, asks you to do something that would tread on one of your core values, you say no to that. It helps you know what to say no to and what to say yes to, right? If working hard is one of your core values, well then stop stop it with the shortcuts. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. If being original is one of your core values, then stop going with the flow. You're gonna have to take some risks and be willing to let people think whatever they think about that, okay? Um, it doesn't matter what you say, it matters what you do. And so make sure that you are being the person that you want to be. All right, finally, number 12, the question is, what is the meaning of life? We're spending our one wild and precious life here on earth. And for the few of us and the brave of us, we have chosen entrepreneurship as something that is important to us. My business is very important to me. My family is important. My business is also very important to me um, because it provides me the life that I want to live. My life that I want to live costs some freaking money and I don't have a problem with that. It's okay. I want to bring in the money that's going to allow me to say yes to all the things. I want to go travel. I want to, I need to have a business that's going to allow that to happen, right? I need the freedom of time and I need the money to make that happen. Um, and so to you, what is the meaning of life? Simpler versions for this question is, what am I for? What's my purpose? What's my job? What do I want to be? What's up to me? What does a good day look like? Uh, James Taylor would tell you that it's enjoying the passage of time. I think that that is pretty dang close to what I believe too. We need to enjoy our one life that we get here. Otherwise, what's, what's the point? Um, and so everything I do is to be able to enjoy this life more with my husband and my kids and create really good memories and times together. Uh, and that costs money. I'm willing to work for it, right? Jim Rohn did a talk and I kind of talked to you guys about it during my goal setting one. Um, but he says that, you know, the good life or that the meaning of life, the meaning of a good life is a combination of productivity, good friends, culture, spirituality, doing all that you can. Uh, living a vital life 
and having a really close family and inner circle. I would say those things are extremely, extremely important. So take some time to really think about what is the meaning of your life? What do you want out of it? And then really run every single day to make that happen. I think these 12 questions together can really help you narrow down your focus, um, especially for this year. I want this year to be great for us. And in order for that to happen, we need to know where to focus our time. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I cannot wait to talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked what you heard, please check out the other episodes of the Boss Up Podcast. You can find them on iTunes or the Google Play Store. And if you really liked what you heard today, I would so appreciate a rating and review from you guys. Let me know what you'd like, what you'd like to hear more of. I would love to communicate with you guys that way. Thank you so much for listening. Today's Boss Up Podcast is brought to you by the fact that as moms, we will sign our kids up for all the things because that's what legit parents do. And then you hate yourself for all of the places you are forced to drive them. I feel you, sister. Cheers.